Top of the morning to everyone. Hallelujah. Top of the morning to everyone. It is the four o'clock hour. And I just want to say happy 2024. Amen. Happy 2024. In the name of Jesus, I tell you what, I know that you are blessed. I know that I'm blessed to even to have been done, made it to 2024. Amen. So many things have occurred. So many things have transpired. Amen. Since. Amen. Since. You know, it's since um 2019 when, when the outbreak started out and things like this. I tell you what, the Lord uh, began right then teaching me how to be more grateful. Amen. He began right then teaching me how to be more thankful. And so with that being said, every year, amen, that we receive a life, right? Every year that we, that we leave another year, all right, of receiving life. I tell you what. I am excited about it. Amen. I am thankful about it because I learned uh, from seeing many people uh, that are close to us. All right. People that we knew. Uh, I learned that seeing people we knew pass away. All right. People that were in the in the in the circle, not so far away, but those that were close, seeing people that were close pass away. You know, it made me more thankful. Amen. Even though trials, tribulations still came, it still uh, made me what you call thankful. Amen. And uh, people can say, well, how was your year? And, you know, I just don't have anything bad to say about it. You know, I just don't. Amen. Because when you look at uh, what happened in 2019 and 2020, 2021, how can we say anything bad? You know, oh, well, I lost my job. Well, I lost my car. Well, I lost my home. Well, you know, I lost the girlfriend, lost the boyfriend, lost the wife, lost the husband. Okay. Oh, lost some friends, lost some family. Okay. Lost this and lost that. But, but the thing about it is you're still here to be able to say what you lost. Amen. Nobody is here. They have to say, well, yeah, he lost this and then she lost that in 2020 and then in 2021, you know, he lost this and, you know, yeah, he, no, you're here. Amen. You're here. And that's just a, it's amazing blessing because the Lord didn't have to do it. But guess what? He did. Amen. He did. He didn't have to do it, but he did. Amen. And for that, we are grateful, amen, for that we are thankful because he just didn't have to do it. Yeah, he just didn't have to do it, amen. And it is now 2024, you know, new calendar year, amen, new calendar year. And when I tell you that I am bursting with excitement, like I can't even hardly explain to you. How excited I am. I know that as the years go on, there are many things that are happening. Many things are transpiring due to transpire. Why? Because we have the scriptures. 
And because the, because the scriptures tells us that the perilous times shall come. This scripture tells us about the wars and the rumors of wars. This scripture tells us that uh, two being one, two, two will be against, uh, two will be against two. In one household, father and son against the mother and daughter, or, you know, the scripture tells us these things. The scripture tells us these things. Amen. And as we continue to live, it means these things are coming upon us. It means these things are drawing closer. But see, there's just one thing that the enemy forgot. Amen. There's just one thing, okay, that those that are in the corner room and those that are sad, mad, and fighting, it's just one thing they forgot. And that is that we look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord. That is, the Lord told us, in all things give thanks for this is my will concerning you. And the funny thing about life is that when we choose to do the word, uh-huh, when we choose to become the word, when we choose to allow the word to be our habitation, then the funny thing about life is as we continue to practice, uh-huh, as we continue to practice this, as we continue to make this a part of our lives, as we continue to make uh, uh giving the Lord thanks it, no matter what, because we know this is will. As we continue walking this walk by faith and doing that, it really does become a part of who we are. And guess what? Something funny happens. Something supernatural happens. We really do begin because it's a willingness on the inside. We really do begin to see the good in everything. Can I tell you how? Because God said it. He said it. And in everything, he is good. And in every situation, he is good. And in every darkness, the Lord shows up. His marvelous light. I just thank the Lord right now. Lord, we just thank you right now for going before this podcast. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for seeing it fit. To allow us to be among the land of the living still. Lord, thank you for seeing us, Lord, and viewing us, Lord, as those that shall live and declare the works that you have done. Lord, thank you, Lord, for leaving us here as the lamp, Lord God. Thank you for leaving us here, Lord, as the city sat on the hill that cannot be hid the city that's shining because you are within lord i thank you for my brothers and sisters on today i pray lord that you will have your divine way in the name of jesus lord i pray that you will have your way this year I pray, Lord, that, that there be those of us, Lord God, that continue to crucify the flesh, to continue to draw nigh to you, Lord God, so that you can allow, continue to allow your kingdom to come in the earth, continuing to let your will be done. 
Thank you, Lord, for being the Prince of Peace and the bright and morning star and the great I am and the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. Lord, thank you for being the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, we thank you for being the wheel in the middle of the wheel and thank you for giving us that movement, Lord God. For in you we live, move, have our being, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for those that have went on, Lord God. Those that passed away in the faith that are still living now, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for giving us greater understanding, greater comprehension. Lord, thank you for continuing to enlighten us, continuing to inspire us, continuing to give us the revelation knowledge of the word. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for holding our hand as we walk this walk by faith in 2024. However that may look, Lord, we thank you that you look the same. The year might look different, but you look the same, Lord. And because you look the same, we're not nervous about the year. Because you look the same, we know that we have the same King of Kings and the same Lord of Lords that's going to be holding our hand in a new year. We know that we have the same principles and the same laws and the same statutes, the same book, the same Bible, the same word of God that we can live in, move in, and grow. Thank you for every teacher, leader, reacher, Lord. Thank you for every lay member, Lord God, every prophetess, every prophet, every apostle, every pastor, Lord God, every evangelist, every teacher. Lord, I thank you for everybody that makes up the body of Christ in their perspective places. Lord, we thank you right now, Lord God. We plead your blood over this year. Lord, I decree and declare that you have your divine way this year. In my sister's lives, in my brother's lives, in my life, in my children's lives, my family life. Lord, thank you for having your way. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to continue to show up. Thank you, Lord, for continuing to allow us to speak, to declare, to decree what you have said, what you have spoken. Lord, we just appreciate you, Lord. Thank you for giving us that prayer language, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for putting your people, allowing us to continue to be on one accord, Lord. Thank you for giving us that singleness of mind, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your presence this year. We thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your presence, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Saints, I don't know about you, but I feel such a sweetness. Amen. I feel I feel such a sweetness in the atmosphere. I feel such a sweetness in the atmosphere. I feel the Lord drawing nigh to his people. I feel the Lord 
getting prepared. It's like a groom that's preparing to be intimate with his bride. And while I know that you and I are to be in relationship with the Lord, there's now a deeper level of intimacy that I'm feeling, saints. A deeper level of intimacy that I'm feeling. This intimacy is not just holding hands. This intimacy is not just a a walk with me, Lord, a walk with me. But this intimacy is more like a reproducing, a reproduction. It's more of a manifesting. Because where sin abounds, grace much more abound, abide. Grace being God. So what does this mean? The year 2024, well, sin is abounding. Can you see it? Yeah. Sin is abiding. Oh, sin is abiding. Grace much more abide. Who is who is Abba? If Abba is grace, then what is grace? Who is Abba? Abba is love. Okay, so that's why I'm feeling more love, more sweetness, more kindness. The darker it gets, the more kinder we get. Do you believe that? The darker it gets, the more loving we get. Yeah, the darker it gets, the more long-suffering we have. Do you believe that? The darker it gets, okay, the more God equips us with joy, the darker it gets. The more peace that surpasses all understanding. Why? Well, because in a chaotic situation, a chaotic world, a chaotic nation, how is it that you have peace? I just don't understand it. Well, the reason this peace surpasses all understanding is because it's gotten so dark now. Yeah. It's gotten so dark. But still the saints find peace because we're looking at some something other than what it is. We find peace. We find joy. We find long-suffering. Not just with the world, but with our brothers and sisters, with ourselves. We find a, a gentleness more gentleness and we find more faith these are the fruits of the spirit we find more meekness 
we find more temperance. How? Because where sin abides, grace has to much more abide because it's law. The first fruit of the spirit being love. Love is God and God is love. In order to experience the rest of the fruits of the spirit, we have to have the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Where sin abide, grace much more abide, more grace, more God. People think that grace is something that we just take a roll of dice. We roll the dice. When we feel like we done did something bad, we feel like we're in transgression, a transgression of sin. We roll the dice, right? And we throw it down. Uh. And a lot of people think that this is grace. A lot of people think that they're supposed to rub the tree of grace when we've messed up, when we've flawed, when we've erred. But grace is God. By grace, through faith, by God, through Jesus. So where sin abounds, grace much more abides, people feel like because it's gotten dark, we can just dibble and dabble in the darkness. We can dibble and dabble in the darkness and we're going to rub the tree of grace. But it doesn't doesn't work like that. It, It doesn't work like that. The Lord is telling us where sin abides, where sin abides, you will abide more in me who is God in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God so he is who is God God is his word and he says where sin abides grace has too much more abide do you agree with this Okay, so with that being said, we don't have we don't have an excuse to go out here and fail. We don't have an excuse to go out and fall. We don't have an excuse to go out and be as the world, especially when he separated us from the world. We don't have an excuse. But we do have an excuse to be supernatural why because of the relationship with the supernatural because of the intimacy with the supernatural because of the coming together and because of allowing the Lord to lead us and guide us in all truth and righteousness and because of keeping our eyes on him and he keeping us in perfect peace there is a reproduction that's happening And before we can see the reproduction in someone else, we have to see the reproduction in ourselves. There's a reproducing. The reproducing. What is supernatural about where sin abides, grace much more abide? What is supernatural about that? What's supernatural about that is the darker it gets, the lighter we become. 
How do we become more lighter? Because we allow grace to much more abide. How do we allow grace to much more abide? How can I receive more of God than I have in the year of 2024? Well, it's, it's a word called depth. It's a word, a phrase called digging about the tree. I'm digging about the tree and most people can say you're just doing it to have something to do. You're digging about the tree to have something to do. Okay. It's something that, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. As long as you have the basic core, right? The basic core of, Hey, I love God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you to the world? This is the basic core of being a Christian. This is a basic core of being a believer. But you see, there are those of us that will not allow well enough to just be well enough. It's not well enough. I want more of God. And because we want more of God, we realize in order to have more of the supernatural, in order to have more of his mind, in order to have more of his of his person, in order to have more of the Holy Ghost, there's a digging about the tree, which is what? It means there is still some things in me that can be removed. So now I have to continue in the word of God, allowing the word to cleanse me and wash me and purify me and grow me and dig about this tree so that I can receive more. While receiving more, I'll give out more, expanding, reaching, teaching, emptying out my cup, my cup, fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting in my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me until I want no more. That's never. I'm always going to want more. Fill my cup. I lift it up. Lord, make me whole. There's always something to do. We never arrive. There's always something to do. Whether there's still a healing in a certain area that needs to be taking place. You understand? Whether we need to get this righteousness thing under. You know what I'm saying? We need to get this under our belts. Okay, the loins of truth. Maybe there are always things that we need to be working on. Always. Because it's getting darker and darker and darker. And we can't let the sun go down. We can't allow, okay, the working to persist now that it's done got dark. The Bible says work while it's day for when night come, no man can work. First Kings chapter eight and verse 12. First Kings chapter eight, verse 12. Says then spake Solomon. The Lord said that he would dwell in the thick darkness. The Lord said he would dwell in the thick darkness, whether it's darkness and gross darkness. Gross on the on our income, gross is the top amount before anybody has taken anything out. It's more. It's more than the net. So we have darkness and gross darkness. 
Yet, something supernatural happens with the believers. We shine. We're a city set on a hill. Not really um, on a physical hill. But because the Lord said, there is a highway of righteousness and the unclean shall not pass there over. It sets us in a higher place. This is how we get on the hill because of the, the way we choose to travel. So now while we're going through daily life, while we're going through, walking through, allowing grace to much more abide. Still, we walk through darkness. Still, there are those that will look and not be able to comprehend who in the world you are. Most oftentimes, people will, they will perceive that you're someone who think you're better. You're someone who think you're smarter. You're someone who just, you, you just, you, you feel, you know. And the, the supernatural thing about this is, 99.9% of the time, you and I are not even speaking. It's really nothing that's coming out of our mouths to make others feel this way. But it is the Spirit of the Lord. It is Christ in us, the hope of glory. You understand? We're not going around making people feel little, making people feel less than, making people feel like the kingdom of God is above you. The kingdom of God is above you. Get away, peasants. That's not how we are as children of God. Because the first fruit of the Spirit is love. And because we're in 2024 and because the year is going on now, you're going to get a year older now. Sin abides. Now there'll be those of us that make excuses and say, well, sin is abiding. So, but the Lord loved me and I love God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? And we'll roll with it like this. And we'll make excuses for being in, being, being a part of the darkness, right? Instead of being located in the darkness. What do I mean by this? What I mean by this is, 1 Kings 8 and 12, the Lord said that he would dwell in thick darkness. If he dwells in thick darkness, but he is the meaning, he's the very meaning of the word light. Isn't it something that when we're carnal minded, we don't grasp or comfort. We can't comprehend it. How is God so big? How is God the supreme being? How is God the epitome of light? But how is it that he abides in thick darkness? How is this? And how is it that the, that the regular mind cannot comprehend it? How is it that the God of lights 
abides in thick darkness. Yet people can look on him and did look on him. It had no clue who he was and what he was and what what they had they couldn't understand. It's a supernatural thing, I tell you. Twenty twenty-four. Many times, many, many times, there are there are uh, promises that we make, and hey, I'm going to do this different, and I'm going to do that different, and but if we stop and look, think about it. Where does change come from? Where does real change come from? The doctors say if you do something 29 to 30 days, then it becomes a habit. And I could do something for 29 to 30 days and allow it to become a habit. But most often times, because I'm here in the flesh, it's going to be something carnal that I say I'm going to do different. I'm going to do this different. I'm going to do that different. I'm going to cook more vegetables. I'm going to buy more fruit. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But where does real change come from? And how do we take part in change and never go back? Real change comes from a supernatural mindset of Lord. I'm going to let this mind be in me, which is also in Christ. Do you know just a small decision like this could change the course of a person's life? Could change the course of a person's mind? Could change the course of a person's path? Could change the course of how I see an individual. Because now that I have the mind of Christ. Now that I have the example. Now that grace is much more abiding. Which means I'm abiding more in the word. Which means I'm dwelling in the super in the, in the sacred place. Now. I can see where. Even though it's dark and people are getting more angry and more upset, I'm more kind. I can see where I'm more long-suffering with people. I can see where I'm more loving. I can see uh, where I'm more uh, temperate. I can see where I'm more meek. And this is not a bragging or a boasting, but this is a let my soul make her boast in the Lord. How? Well, because it, it comes to the point where when Jesus what was at his darkest time, in his darkest day, he had already prayed the prayer, Lord, let this cup pass from me. But still he found himself in a place where he was exposed. He found himself in a place where he had been treated mean. He found himself among angry people that was looking at the light, did not perceive who he was. The very ones that said they believe on the father wanted to crucify him. He found himself in the middle of folks that just didn't understand. But still, he allowed the that 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 kindness. Of Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Can, do you understand that? That in his darkest hour, he became more kind. In his darkest hour, he became more loving. 
How? Well, because Peter took his sword out and says, no, you're not going to take him. And Peter chops off the ear of the servant. And what does the Lord do in one of his darkest hours? He kneels down and picks up the ear and begins to perform a miracle. No, no, don't hurt what looks like the enemy. Don't hurt them. So what am I saying? What I'm saying is it doesn't matter. 2024, yes, we embrace you. Because we know no matter what happens, we still have the God that do not change. No matter what happens, God is holding our hand and holding it more tighter. No matter what happens, we have a more intimate relationship with Abba. And he leads us and guides us in all truth and righteousness. So no matter the bad that happens that we deem is bad, we're still going to give thanks for this is the will concerning God. In this part, no matter the good things that happen. Because can I tell you there are many people that let the, the hand of God go when good things happen? Do you believe that? Do you believe that people begin to release the hand of God when good things happen? Do you begin, do you believe that people stop walking by faith when good things happen? Why? Well, because this is where the phrase comes. Okay. It is easier for the camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter in. Why? Because I'm already depending on something else, another substance. When faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that's not seen. So, Lord, no matter the good, the bad, the ugly, Lord, let us continue to depend on you. Because you is the reason that we're existing today. He told us, present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, honorable to me. It's just reasonable of you to do it. He said, clean up the table of your heart and let my word abide so that you will not sin against me in this dark and evil day. Here we have God, Abba, the supreme being, the epitome of light. Here he is abiding in thick darkness and the world perceive him not. He is light in darkness, but the world don't know. Again. This flesh we abide in is dark, but God lives within us. This is why people, you can go in a place, shut that mouth, and people will still begin to shift their hips away from you, begin to turn their backs towards you, begin to maybe walk off into another room. Why? I haven't said anything. I haven't done anything. Because it is the Spirit of God. It's not us because it's the spirit of God that dwells within. He need no introduction. He's God all by himself. And we are the children of the light, the children of the day. But still, here we are in a world that's dark. But the darker it gets, the more kinder we get. We don't have an excuse to get bitter. We don't have an excuse to be nasty to people. We don't have an excuse to be vindictive and to be grudgeful and to have hateful hearts and to have a proud look and to be haughty because it's dark outside. No. In the darkness, this is where we shine. This is where the brilliance is seen by those who don't comprehend who you are. 
but yet they see something different, something that they would desire and love to become. Lord, make us one. Let us see that the darker it gets, the more kinder we're to be. Lord, let us see that the darker it gets, the, 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 the more temperance we should have. Lord, let us see the darker it gets, the more long-suffering we should have. Because now people are giving others and even preachers giving others excuses to be this way. Look at the times. So now preachers are giving others excuses to cuss people out. We don't have an excuse to badmouth people, to curse people. We don't have an excuse when the Messiah was on the tree. You hear me? And he still found it in himself to say, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Spit on him, uh, uh, pull his beard out by the root, put a crown of thorns on his head. Still in its agony, still in the, 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 the weight of the mantle that he had to carry. The weight of the mantle. Many of us were carrying the weight of the cross. Some are just carrying the cross, but there are some of us, we have a great weight. And God says, I'm depending on you. All right. I'm going to put this weight. But if you take my yoke upon you and learn of me, it's easier. And how do we do this? By coming outside of ourselves. How do we do this? We do this by separating ourselves from the world. Becoming sanctified and set apart. This alone is going to bring strife. This alone is going to bring those that just don't understand the light that's in darkness. This alone is going to cause those to talk about you, to criticize you. This alone, who they think they are. Who do you think you are? Who she thinks she is? Who do he think he is? I am nobody. It is Christ within me, the hope of glory. This alone calls us to die the death to the flesh when we begin to dive into the word and become one with the word. Lord, make us one. Lord, we desire your presence. We desire your presence. So in 2024, we know that we have a mandate. We know that there is something required of us, no matter what they say in the news, no matter what illness is outbreaking, no matter what is going on in the streets, no matter what is going on in our homes. We know that we have a mandate. We know that we have a goal to meet. And this goal is to be more loving. Because we're sin abound, grace much more bound. This goal is to be, is to be more kind. This goal is to be more meek. This goal, because can I tell you something? In Galatians chapter 5, the, the Bible says that against such there is no law. So now you have all of these that are out here. They have to abide by the law because they're not under the law of grace. They're not under God's provision. You understand? So they have to abide by the law. And here you are making it look all easy. Not having to abide by the law. 
because you made a choice to be and dig into the word because you made a choice to become what more loving allowing the lord to love through you you made a choice to be more joyful all right the joy of the lord is our strength and so this is how we're strong yes in our flesh we're weak but the joy of the lord is my strength I never said I was strong. As a matter of fact, I'm the weakest of the weak. I'm the weakest vessel. I am a female. But the joy of the Lord prevails in my life. The joy of the Lord should prevail in your life. The peace, the peace, the peace, the peace. Our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Which is connected to our minds. Keeping our minds at ease. Because it stayed on him. Blessed are the peacemaker. For these are who? The children of God. Blessed are the peacemakers. So now. It's getting darker now. Getting darker now. Gross darkness is over the people. Spirits are on the people. There is a man that approached me one day and he says the strangest thing. He says, I see energy in you. I see energy in you. He says, you're full of energy, aren't you? Older Caucasian man caught me off guard. But he's he's saying this and looking at me intently in my eyes and I'm looking at him. And though I've never had a thought that I'm full of energy, it's like he was trying to explain what he was seeing. The way he explained what he was seeing was that I'm full of energy. Well, when I think about it now, the last time I've ever used something like that, a phrase like that, I use it concerning children. That child is full of energy. If I can have that child's energy, oh, they just, he just run back and forth. She runs back and forth. You're full of energy. This man says, you're full of energy. I don't know the man from Adam. And the way it looks, he was one of those people that have the, you know, that have the tobacco in the lip. A, 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 what they call it? A snuffer. He didn't appear to be saved. But yet, he speaks these words. You're full of energy, aren't you? You, you? you have energy in you. And I said, I receive it. I receive it. Light is another word for energy. You and I we have a mandate. And this mandate is to hold the light. This mandate is to hold the torch. This mandate is to pick up our cross and follow after the Lord. This mandate is to draw nigh to God and he draw nigh to us. This mandate is to is to want the presence of God like nothing else. This mandate Is to stay the course no matter what happens. 
this mandate. This mandate causes us to be the scriptures. This mandate causes us to manifest. This mandate causes us to be peacemakers. This mandate. It causes us to take off the way we see it and put on the way he see it. This mandate. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me. How do I learn of you? By everyday experience. By me allowing you to go through tests and trials and tribulations and leading you by the valley of the shadow of death. You know it's dark. But this word is still a a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. That in itself is supernatural because everybody else just see it as dark. It's the darkness and it's thick. But yet, how is it that it seems like you're still walking? How is it that it seems like you still you still kind of know where your feet is being put because he's ordering my steps because he's ordering your steps. And because in the gross darkness, we have an understanding and a comprehension that God is God and God will never change and that we're abiding in the secret place and we're under his wings and we trust where he says to go, no matter if it looks like it's the valley of dry bones. Because we're going with the love and with the joy and with the meekness and with the long suffering and with the gentleness and with the goodness and with the faith and with the meekness and with the temperance. It just seems like we get away with everything. His kids are so bad. The preacher's kids are so bad. They're so bad. The master's kids are so bad. The king's kids are so bad. We're not so bad. We're not so bad. We're just silly enough to say, Lord, I'm going to walk on water. You you know why? Because Jesus did it. Jesus, Jesus paved the way. He says, I am the way. Do you know every place his foot went, we can go? Do you know he walked on water? Do you know it don't stop on, it don't stop at land? Not for me. We're going for the depth. Because it's in the water where we can find depth. It's in the washing of the water by the word where many times our, 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 our mindset is to stay on top of the water. I'm going to go out here and walk on this water when spiritually you and I, we walk on the spiritual water, the washing of the water of the word. And the Lord wants the water to engulf us. He wants the water to surround us while we're just skimming, skimming on the top of the word. And we have the basics. I I love God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? The Lord says, no, I require a baptism now. I want you to be surrounded by the word. I want you to be inspired by the word. I want you to take it all in. Take it in. Take it in. I want it to be so in you until it's all over the table of your heart. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. Because you've engulfed the word and because you've allowed it to be all around you now. Now is the time, says the Lord, that the manifestation shall occur. Now is the time that we become the lamp. That we become the light. Why? Because we're children of the light. And because we've been on a journey to strip off all the darkness. While we might abide in darkness. In thick darkness, we're still the light and the light is shining 
Lord, let your let your let your light so shine in me so that men may see my good works and glorify the father. Lord, let me do something. Let me say something. Let me have such a kindness. So many people are bitter. So many people are mean. So many people are resentful. So many people dwell in the hurt place. He hurt me. She hurt me. They hurt me. And I'm going to live here in this hurt. I'm going to abide in the hurt. I'm going to build a house around the hurt. And we hurt ourselves even more. Because we can't become the manifestation of the sons if we abide in anything other than the word of God. The word tells us forgive, be forgiven. If you forgive others their trespasses, I will forgive you of yours. The word tells us this day in, day out. This is a part of being engulfed and surrounded and inside of the water. The washing of the water of the word. It washes my mind. It washes my eyes. It washes my mouth. It washes the way I think. It washes the way I respond. It washes the way I walk. It washes the way I talk. It washes the way I feel. Because I feel such a sweetness. Not just toward pets. Not just toward my little guinea pig. Not toward my puppy. Not toward my dog. Not toward my cat. Not just toward my goldfish, but I feel a sweetness and a gentleness and a meekness and joy and love toward other human beings. I, I, I choose not to 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 draw and, and, and put all my love in something as a substitute for loving other people. Many people have have unconsciously. Put all their love and support and things into animals because they've given up on mankind. Nobody said we can't enjoy our animals, love our animals. But if you see an animal beside the road and it doesn't have a home and you see a person beside the road and doesn't have a home why is it that our heart goes out to the animal more than it does the person well the person can get up and get a job the person can, maybe that person fell on hard times and all they need is just a little kindness just a little kindness just a little humanity today Today is the 1st of January. We made it through. By the grace of God, we made it through another year. What are we going to do with it? What are we going to do to show the Lord that we appreciate him? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to say, Lord, I shall live and declare the works of the Lord. Lord, I shall live. Why? Because you gave me, you, 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 you chose it for me to be here. So now what am I to do to, I'm to declare, declare the things that you have said. The works of the Lord. Before we get off of here, I would love to read Psalms chapter 22. It says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words 
of my roaring. It says, oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season, and am not silenced. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted and thou didst deliver them. They cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. Says, but I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despise of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head saying he trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him seeing he delighted in him. But thou art he that took me out of the womb. Thou didst make me hope when I was upon my mother's breast. I was cast upon thee from the womb. Thou art my God from my mother's belly. Be not far from me. For trouble is near. For there is none to help. Many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Bisham have beset me round. They gaped upon me with their mouths as a ravening and roaring lion. I am proud. Excuse me. I am poured out like water. And all my bones are out of joints. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a pot sheared. And my tongue cleaveth to my jaws. Thou hast brought me into the dust of death. You know. I never thought about our temple being the dust of death. But if you think about it, when we're born from our mother's womb, we're born into the dust of death. Because as we begin to breathe and live, we start to die. The dust of death for dogs have come past me in assembly the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me they pierced my hands and my feet I may tell all my bones they look and stare upon me they part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture now this is psalms 
But doesn't this sound like the things that Jesus went through? David was beloved by father. There was a reason he was beloved by father. If you look in the book of Psalms, which is the longest book in the Bible, you will see prophecy. Many times he don't come with, yea, the Lord will say unto you. But David, many times in the book, you see prophecy. Many times in the book, you see David refer to Jesus. He doesn't use Jesus' name, but the reference and the contents and the context points right to the lamb that was going to be slain even before, okay, even after David had passed. How is it that David knew of these things? Because he was beloved by God. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord, O my strength, hath thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling, from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns. Of the unicorn. I will declare thy name. Unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation. Will I praise thee. Ye that fear the Lord. Praise him. All ye the seed of Jacob. Glorify him. And fear him. All ye the seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the afflictions of the afflicted. Neither hath he hid his face from him. But when he cried upon him, he heard. My praise shall be of thee in the great congregation. I will pay my vows before them that fear him. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord. And all the kindreds of the nation shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's. And he is the governor among the nations. All they that be fat upon the earth shall eat and worship. All they that go down to the dust shall bow before him. And none can keep alive his own soul. A seed shall serve him. It shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto the people that shall be born that he had done this thing. So in 2024, no matter what comes, no matter what goes, 
you and I have to have the burning desire for the presence of the Lord. It is the anointing of the Lord that destroys the yokes. It is he that makes the captive free. It is he that causes us to live again. He gives us new eyes. He gives us ears to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying unto the church. Is it your burning desire today to have the presence of the Lord abide with you? Because I tell you what, saints, as the darkness proceed, there's a a more kindness. It's more meekness now that you and I have to have. More gentleness, more faith, more temperance more love until next time saints be blessed in Jesus name